This is the podcast about nothing avenue speak. I'm here with a good friend of mine, man. Good inspirer for the community. Has, without a doubt, one of the most influential and prominent bookstores here in the city of Nack. And his, his reach stretches even past the city of Nack with his bookstore. Host a lot of community events here. I'm talking about Mr. Tim Bryant. What's up, Tim? Not much, man. You make me sound better than I better than I am, though. I, that's you probably that's are. impressive. You probably are better than you <laughs> I want to meet that guy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, here, let me get a mirror. Just put it up in front of you, man. Uh, you are that guy, man. Well, you are that guy. And, and we're I, trying. And, we're I, just... and I, and I got to give you a lot of credit, man, first and foremost, because you are a leading <laughs> contributor to me being able to provide Star Avenue CEO stuff. Well, as many places that I've been, because you know we've supported you since day one. I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, wasn't one of the very first Star Avenue uh, uh, gigs or whatever performances? Wasn't it right here, or right mm-hmm. outside the door? Of it the, was like right yeah. in front of the door. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We because we had done like two or three or somewhere like somewhere between a few to several. Um, mm-hmm. Out in front of the old Godsell building, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But you were the first yeah. location well, that we've done. Well, outside I, I just, of that. I just remember you coming in here in the early days of Star Avenue and talking, uh, both of us sitting here and talking about the concept, and and I just, I got it. I think we think a lot alike in in some ways, at least. Uh, I got what you were talking about right off the bat. So yeah. we've always been kind of simpatico yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and yeah. I've always, I remember when you first opened up, I was like, man, who is this guy with this bookstore doing <laughs> more than just books? That's awesome. And I would think in my head, I was like, man, I wonder if he would allow me to do some Star Avenue stuff at Boss Light. And I came in one day, and, and, I, and, and I get this comment a lot. I, I, so I'm going to use this word to describe, I think, how I came in. But I came in one day a little bit bold. Because I, and people kind of describe me as being bold. Yep. But yep. Yep. I don't I don't think you get anything done if you're any other way. Well, that's what I was about to say. Uh, bold is what it took to open up the store. Bold right. is what it took for you to walk into right. here and talk to me about the Bold is what has continued to make you do all the different things and why it's expanded and grown so much bigger. Yeah. I mean, it's not for the for the meek, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you got to be bold. You got to believe in yourself and you got to believe in an idea that's bigger than yourself. And right. I think me and you both have that in common. Right. So. Yeah. No, I, I, actually, I was... Who was that? There was an interview because I'm real big on listening to interviews with music artists and mm, musicians and artists and just yeah. whether they be painter, or book writer, whatever. I'm just really big on diving into the things people say intentionally me too. in interviews. Yep. I mean, it, it's just really big to me, and I think you can just gain a lot of knowledge and oh, insight absolutely. just by doing that. Yeah. It's kind of like you get context. Yeah. I mean, you can always look at a piece of art or a book or, or right. listen to music. But when you listen to the performer or the writer or the originator of mm. whatever it is, you get the context. You find out why they did it, what's mm. pushing them to do it. Mm. And that's where you connect with people. When you yeah. start to realize, oh, you, you feel that way too. Right. You like, feel that way too. What continued to drive them, even through all, like, all, the, all yeah. the crap, right? Yeah. Yeah, like all, the, yeah. all of those things that yeah. they could have 
just kind of cowered and then said no to, but they yeah. continued to push forward. Well, I always say the people that make it big, and I'm talking about people like you, because when I say make it big, I'm saying push what their ideas are and develop them and, and actually do something, yeah. are, um, you know, they, um, crap, I just lost my train of thought. I'm not kidding you. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Be, well, uh, keep talking and I'll come back around to okay. it. <laughs> but uh, what this guy said in the, in the, he responded to this question and I forget what even the question was because what struck me as being so awesome is what he said that I found to be true so mm-hmm. deeply. But he said, your audience does not know what they want until you give it to them. Yeah. Meaning yeah. like as a musician, yeah. as a painter, as a writer. Yeah. I don't like I don't even know if people realize it, but it's like you dictate what becomes popular because there will be someone who enjoys what you do enough to make it prominent right. or to make it valuable somewhere which will make it popular. Right. Right. So you dictate what people are going to like. I mean, they're not gonna dislike what you put out. I mean some people aren't gonna like it, but yeah. not everybody is gonna dislike it. So then therefore it becomes popular now at that point in time it depends on your creative level to kind of use that popular ground or that level mm-hmm. or that area of whatever of whatever it generates value at to make that more valuable or make that value spread right but, right yeah but absolutely true i mean that's the way it either works or doesn't work so for any artist out there that creates work and just worries about people not liking or liking what they do, just do it. Do it. I just know, yeah. And you can't go around asking people what they want. You can't deliver to people what they... what they Like, like you said, people don't know what they want for they the most part. They don't know. No. Mm-hmm. All they'll base it on is what they've already got. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this, so I want more of that. Well, that's the last thing they need. If they've got it, they don't need more of that. Right. You know, they might need something a little bit different. Yeah, but you're, but you're right. They don't know. And I'll, I'll I'll take it one step further. They don't know what they want. And a lot of times, the creator of if we're talking about a writer or a musician or whatever, they don't know what they've got either until they get it out. A right. lot of times, you know, yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. That, yeah, that the, the process, the way it works is you, you can't decide what you've got and then put it out there. Right. You've got to put it out there and then decide what you've got sometimes. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes, you know, yeah, yeah. I goes was, both ways. I was watching um, another interview and this guy was like, man, you know what I do? I, I do my live sessions of me recording music mm-hmm. on Instagram mm-hmm. and I base what I'm going to put out depending on what the comments are underneath whatever that one song is so like if i have underneath the one video like man i wish you would put that track out where you said so and so yeah that will probably be the one that i'm putting out next hmm. so he's responding to what the people think they want oh uh-huh. well you can do it that way i mean with music maybe you yeah. can do that way a little bit easier yeah i mean I not, not so much with like books yeah, but the, I mean, so I, write, I write novels, and I don't think there's any way I can write to order. I've right. been asked to. Yeah. I, I've been asked to ghostwrite for people, you know. Uh-huh. I've been asked to write in the style of other. I, I've been given 
contract offers yeah. to write like three or four books as somebody else in their style. That happens. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I turned it down. It mm-hmm. was money. They said, we'll give you this much money to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's, I, I couldn't, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I, I thought about weird. it. I slept on it. I thought about it. Because the money looked good. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got to spend the next year of my life writing four books that I would never write in yeah. a million years. Being that person. Except for that yeah. money. And you don't yeah. do that. I don't do that anyway. So. Well, then, because you got to look at at that point in time, you're taking on a personality or a persona that is not you. Yes. And then yes. taking on that, I mean, it. It sounds simple when I say it like that, mm-hmm. but you know as well as I do, when you it, it's like someone having an acting role. Mm-hmm. How much of that acting role and that acting characteristics and those character traits and that persona does that person literally take on right. in their personal life? Right. Doing that would be the same concept. It would be, and I thought about that. That's actually when I was offered this deal writing these books it was three books i think it was for a for a western writer who died 20 years ago but they're still putting out books under his name mm-hmm. uh it, it does happen uh and i thought about that because that's a, a great analogy is that an an actor will take on a role mm-hmm. and they'll take on a role for half a year while they're filming a movie mm-hmm. and i wondered that how much do you just become that other person mm-hmm. for that amount of time and could I do that? Mm-hmm. If I looked at writing these books mm-hmm. that way, would it be the same thing? And what I, you know, what I decided, I could never be an actor mm-hmm. because I just I can't mm-hmm. I can't become that person. Well, because some of these it's like some of these actors that do that, man, they gotta go to therapy. Like if they play your <laughs> well, probably like oh well, really like yeah. you know like if you listen to some of the interviews of what they're talking about, some of them are like, man, I literally had to go to therapy yeah. after I finished that. Like, um, like uh, um, one of the I forgot who it was, but the actor that did one of the Joker roles. Oh. In, in yeah. an older Batman, yeah, and, yeah. and as well as the actor that did the Penguin, I I believe both of them they had to go to therapy after they got done. Uh, well, and it's it's the same thing for like a lot of those roles. I I believe I can't think of any actors' names right now, but and I'm not gonna sit here and and just make up stuff because that's crazy. Yeah, but if you look into it, yeah, yeah. Well, I, the 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 obvious joke. Uh, you know, response would be, well, if I'd have done that, if I'd have taken that role and written three books as somebody that I wasn't, I probably would have been in therapy too mm-hmm. by the time I was through with it. I wouldn't have known who I was. But the thing is, I, I write because it's a joy. I yeah. love doing it. There's a passion there. And there was no joy or passion in writing uh, something that, like I said, I wouldn't have written in a million years otherwise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right. Yeah. So as as writers, as artists, we have to figure out what our motivation is. If our motivation is just strictly money, and that's it's just a paycheck, okay, then maybe you can do A, B, and C. <laughs> but if you if that's not your deal, you got to look at D, E, and F. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You just got to find different options. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 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 I I think um. Going back into like having another persona or whatever, and Tim, if you got to get up and help any customer, I got I got the mailman coming in right now. Uh, what's we're, up, we're, man? What's going on? Anyway, we're, you want to be on our podcast? You're on the podcast, man. S- say hi to the people, man. Just what's say hi. What's going on? Yeah, people. <laughs> okay. Is that it? 
That's it. That's all I got. You want me to leave your packages over there on Monday? In that door? Uh, you yeah. can. Yeah. He, he had asked me, he said it would be okay if I'd done that. Yeah, because I could come in here and get them. Yeah. You don't mind doing that? No, I don't mind because i got to deliver his stuff in there anyway. Okay. All right, man. How come we hadn't thought of that before? Well, Took us three years to figure that out. I was doing it before, before they moved in there. Yeah. But yeah. I always get notifications of packages that you try to deliver on Monday, but I'm not here. So, yeah, put them in there. That worked. All right. Yeah. All right. Day to day life. Day to day. Yeah. That's that's the job right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I want to bring up is like mental health of what that would look like. Mm-hmm. If you were to take the task of writing books right. and in the in the idea or in the mindset or in the style of those other writers that right. you're delegated to do that with, yeah. how much of that persona do you considerably take on or that personality? And what does that do to the people around you, like to your family? Does that cause you to respond differently to things that go on in your personal life? Just hypothetically speaking, hypothetically what would that look speaking, like? Yeah, uh, I think it would. N- knowing the way I work, I yeah. think it would affect people around me because I think, you know, I'm the kind of person uh, when I'm writing a project, a lot of times I'm listening to music that's tied specifically mm. to that project. Yeah. If I'm writing a novel set in New Orleans, I'm listening yeah. to some New Orleans street bands and right. stuff. And if I'm working on something set in the 1940s in Fort Worth, I'm listening to Bob Wills and the Texas mm. Playboys, you know. It, so you do have to put yourself into a frame of mind. I do. Mm. So I feel like I would have to, first I would have to study up on this guy that I'm, you know, ghostwriting yeah, for. Because yeah. uh, I'm stepping into his shoes. Mm. And there are a lot of people out there that are reading that, that probably know a lot more about that guy than I do. Mm. You know. So it's a big responsibility. It, it, it's an investment. It's it's a mental yes. in, it's a mental investment. Yes. Like you're talking about mental health. Yes. I think, and some people can probably do it a lot easier than others. I think with some people, writing is just a nine to five job, and they sit down in an office and write, yeah. and they're doing it for a paycheck. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not putting them, that down at all. Right. right, right. But. Uh, Somebody like that might be able just to step into it and do it a lot easier because there are a lot of writers who do that kind of a thing. Mm. But when it comes to me right now, where I am, I feel like the investment I need to make is Mm. is on me and what I'm doing. Still going? We're still rolling. We're still going. All right, man. Uh, You know, if I'm going to spend a year of investment. I'd rather spend it on something because I've got other projects that I'm wanting to do that I've got inside of me that I need to get out. And I'd much rather spend that that emotional investment on something that needs that I need to do mm. rather than uh, that feels like wasting a year. And I'm old enough now that I'm a little bit conscious of time that I don't have all the time in the world. You know, when you're 20 and 30, you think you got all the time in the world. <laughs> and you kind of do. Kind you kind of. of do. Kind of. But then when you hit 50 and 55 and 56, I'm 56 now, you realize, well, I've I got time, but I don't have all the time. So i got to organize that time, and i got to use that time. Yeah. It, it becomes 
a useful thing. Yeah. And if yeah. you're spending a, a, a year of your life being somebody else, that you have no damn mm. interest in being. See, if I could pick anybody, if they told me you can be Prince for a year and you write something as Prince, wow. okay, well, that's that intrigues my mind. Yeah, yeah. But being a dead Western writer right. for a year, no, that's not... That's not something I want to invest my energy yeah. in. My mental energy I'm talking about. Being a prince could be fun. Being a prince could be a <laughs> lot of fun. Be fun. Yeah, because, yeah. Because there's, well, there's pockets of his life that are so celebrated and so enjoyable that could be really joyous. And there's so many pockets right? of his life that nobody knows about. He was right. so secretive that it would be fun to explore. You know? Right, yeah. That, that, you know, nobody's yeah. offered me to do that one yet. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're maybe we're giving a plug for an offer. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But you get yeah. the point. You get yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Wow. But but just you know, doing what I'm doing here with the store. You're talking about the store, but from my standpoint doing this thing is, is kind of like just pushing a rock up a hill and it's always pushing that rock up the hill and the rock is pushing back it's the, more like the, a boulder that yeah. rolls instead of a rock or and, maybe a rock that and slides down and sometimes yeah sometimes it feels like it's one step forward and three steps back yeah. it does get to that point yeah, you know? yeah. It, and it, there are points when you're like man you know if I just gave if I stopped and just let this thing go yeah it'd be a lot easier yeah it, uh, <laughs> but there's some obsession there's some obsession with pushing that rock I, I think I've you, always been that dude that pushes the rock man <laughs> I think and I think this may be the same thing for you too Tim because yeah. we really do think so much alike I, I think that if we let go of the rock or the boulder it would it would be okay and it would be good for that moment in time for, only for a small for a moment really short moment and you know what would happen after it we i would, know what we would, would be we would feel like crap you know what would happen though you would go back down that hill and find the boulder and start over again yeah you're not gonna yeah. stop. You're and, not and, gonna stop. And then you, and then if you waited up until the the rock got all the way back down the hill, you would feel like crap that you wasted time letting the rock go back down the hill. Oh, yeah. But then you would still push forward. Yeah. But that would be, you know, yeah, yeah. So what you find out is it's not the getting. It's not about getting the rock to the top of the hill because you never do. Nah. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with uh, that. It has to do with getting up every day and just pushing the rock yeah it's the pushing of the rock it's yeah. not getting it somewhere and that's that, that's that's true with life you know you always say it's not where you get it's because you never get there uh-uh. we all get we all get there but you know where there is you're six foot under yeah. i mean that we, you get there but it's about what you do on the way there mm-hmm. and and for a lot of us it's pushing the rock yeah let me do some business here real quick. How, how are y'all how are y'all doing today? Good. How are you? You looking for anything in particular? No, sir. Thank you Look all you want. If you have questions about anything, holler at me. I'm doing a podcast. Y'all are on a podcast right now. Or, say hello to Or or if you want to just come say hey and yell at the podcast microphone, you can just do that too. <laughs> well look around all you want and listen, I, I'm I'm on the clock, so if you need anything, holler at yes. me, okay? 
<laughs> even, even if we're talking about something on the podcast, you can That's interrupt right. me. You can say, stop. I need a boss. I, I promise. Believe it me. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. I so, think, we're, so we're always just pushing the rock. You're pushing the rock too. Man, it, I am. But I am. you're getting somewhere. Yeah. You do get somewhere. Yeah, but you do too. We, we get places. The, the crazy thing about pushing the rock and getting places is nobody sees the fact that you get places until you have made a significant amount of yeah, progress. that's exactly right. And that's the crazy thing really about it true. is sometimes you don't even see the progress that oh, you've no, made. Oh, no, 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 you, you rarely do. The you one, rare, yeah, you yeah. very rarely stop and are able to see that. But At the moment that you do is whenever someone comes up to you and they say, hey, I'm glad you did that. Congratulations. Yeah. I yeah. see you making progress. Yeah. And it's you don't a, get that often enough. Mm-mm. You really don't. But maybe mm-mm. if you got it too much, it might affect the way you thought about pushing the rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you're doing it for that person to come by and pat yeah. you on the back. And when that person's not there, there's that feeling that... You start getting resentment yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know but, either because I try not to get it. I don't get it too often because... I often say this when people say, you must be so proud of all the work you've done, or they say stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I say, I don't know. I just keep swimming. You just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm too busy doing it to realize. Yeah. That, that tends to be true with with, with artistic people. Mm-hmm. You know, keep going, man. Because it's, it's not about the accolades. If mm-hmm. you're doing it for the accolades, there's very few people that do, and you can always tell who they are. Yeah, you know who they are. Yeah, you can name names. This guy here, he does, he yeah. does it for that. Right, because it's obvious. Yeah. you know, it becomes obvious. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you don't do it for that. You're not, you're 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 doing it for for the physicality and the mental. Uh, I don't know what what the word is even. Just the the. It's a it's an inner drive that you just push in that thing every day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you uh, see people sometimes quit, and a lot of times they don't live very long after they quit. Unfortunately, I know I know too many people that give up on it, and and, and yeah, it's not that's that's why I keep trying to just push and push until the very last. Yeah, most I've com- got, com- completely. Com- I completely understand that because it almost gives you kind of like a, I don't, I don't, I want to use appropriate wording, but the best word that I can give right now is purpose or maybe intention. Yeah, purpose is a good word. Yeah, I, 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 that's that's yeah. To me. I like purpose. Purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But then after purpose for me comes intention. Well, I intention I, I, too, I love yeah. the word yeah. intention because it it, it it's so driven upon why you do the particular things you do every single morning underneath your umbrella. And when I say underneath your umbrella, it's like when you decide to do something, it's kind of like what you were saying about you can tell the people that do it for the money or for ulterior Mm -hmm. reasons other than the actual the actual good of something Mm -hmm. behind it, right? Right, right. Um, Even when... Even if you are doing something in your artwork yep. that is so pure and so creative and so unique 
that it's nothing in it is selfish, you will have the opportunity to pick and choose at some point in time because somebody will ask you to do something like mm-hmm. like like what you said with right. the books. Right. Whenever, like yeah. you had exactly. the opportunity to do that yeah. for yeah. a high amount of money or a high amount of income, which would be right. a whole lot of vain. Uh, I was the word combination popped into my head of vain gain. Yeah, vain gain. Yeah, but <laughs> but you know. I have those opportunities to decide if, if I want to do that, if I don't no, want to do, do that. Yeah, you do that's, too. Not, that's not an unusual thing. We all have those. Yeah, yeah. So That's what defines who we are. You know, we're defined who we, who we are as much by what we choose not to do. Yes. And I, th- and I, and I think you... it's more of what we choose not to do yeah, yeah. as opposed to what we do. I think that's I think a conversation so that's not talked about so much. Yeah. As life is more about what you don't do more yeah. so than what you do. Yeah. And just to push this in a slightly different direction, you said your favorite word or one of your favorite words is intention. My word that I keep coming back to, it's my favorite word. You know what my favorite word is? What's that? And I try to put it into into you know my daily life, but encourage. Mm-hmm. People don't think about that word. Everybody says encourage. They know what it means, but they don't think about what it means. It means to instill courage in somebody mm-hmm. to give them courage mm-hmm. yep. and, and you think about encourage but you don't take that word out courage it is about courage mm. giving somebody the courage to do something mm. and and that's my favorite word and that's something we try to do here with the the art scene yeah that's something i try to put into into action you know that we encourage people i hope we've encouraged what you do when you come in here we talk about stuff yeah i hope i've, I've encouraged yeah dude, I, I think I, that is the most important yeah, word I, that people don't think about yeah i, I mean I, everybody I, knows it but i know but nobody but, but nobody know, thinks about what the, the, the thing is with words tim and, and i and i know you feel the same way because of your position that you sit in and being an author and just the way your mind works is I think people know what words are and just mm-hmm. leave them alone. Yeah. They don't yeah. take the time to internalize them. They don't yeah. they take the time to break them down. They don't take the time yeah. to make them personal to right. their lives. Right. Like one of the other word one of, I mean I have a few favorite words, a few meaning like ten or thousand yeah. or however yeah. many. Well, me but too. I think it depends on the season that I'm in in my life. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite words consistently is accountability. Mm-hmm. And an, another one and, and another one will I also have words that I dislike. Mm, me too. I love the me word too. accountability, but I dislike the word responsibility. Interesting. I love the word joyful, but I do not like the word happiness. Wow. Now that makes me think a little bit. Well, we're going to dive into this conversation just a little bit. Yeah. Not too much. But the reason why I don't like the word happiness is because happiness is based upon the fact that you have decided that something has to happen to you for you to be okay. It's happenstance. Mm-hmm. Joy for me, and and once again, one of my favorite phrases is this: is it's either three or three thousand, depending on your attitude. So, however you perceive yeah, this is right, fine. Right. If you don't take it and you right. don't like what I'm saying, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Know that it's not meant for me to say that everything that I'm saying in this podcast to be completely God, and you right. have to believe it, and exactly. you come to me and you're right. hate, right. and you're hateful about it. 
I'm fine with that. Yeah. Let's have an open conversation yeah. dialogue yeah. about it. You can yeah. get at me, whatever Star Avenue CEO forum, forum or whatever yeah. Star yeah. Avenue speak thing. We can, have, we can have an open conversation Ab- about absolutely. it. Absolutely. I absolutely. encourage that, yeah. right? Yeah. So Encourage. For me, for, <laughs> <laughs> see how it comes back? So for me, the word joy means that you yeah. have long-term or longevity yeah. continuation of being content with every single moment. Yes. And you have established okay. habits or patterns to give that. Well, you know, I'm a writer, but I'm also, I'm also a musician. Yeah. And as a musician, when I put my music hat on, my favorite, one of my all-time favorite words, and you can ask people that have worked with me, joyful. Yeah. So we just hit the, we just hit the same nail on the head. Yeah. Where I'm coming from is, as a music, music at its best is joyful. Yes. But it's the hardest thing. You can't open up a box and bring joy out of it Uh you've got to do something and i've learned how to do this Mm. you've got to manipulate Mm. yourself into a place where you are joyful there's some habits you gotta you gotta cultivate and you gotta do habitually yes right yes yeah you got it but and you you can learn how to do it right it's not a trick no it's just a learned behavior it's a learned behavior And 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 it, and it brings joy out of yourself, and thus you know if I'm on a stage, this is something I've learned to do, because the top level of music to me, the top level is yeah. joyful. Yeah. Well, it's like it's, it's a hard thing right. to hit. So, like, how many times have you? Have you opened up the stage on a show, right? And something is going wrong in your personal life, and you're not necessarily happy in that moment. Mm-hmm. You may feel mm-hmm. a sense of resentment of, mm-hmm. for someone, or you just you may not be feeling it. Yep. Or a sound man says something to you, piss you yep. off, yep. or whatever, or yep. your bass player says something, and there may be even friction in your band about oh, something because that happens, sure. right? For sure. And then yeah. you get on stage and you gotta play with this dude, and mm-hmm. you really just wanna have words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't do that. Yeah, and if you let that yeah. presence become part of your persona at that point in time, yeah, you can't do that. You don't allow the joy what to you, exude out of you. So therefore, you block your ability to encourage. What you have to do, and that, and I've been there. I mean, I have that. That what you just described, I've been there. What you have to learn to do is to go inside yourself. And and it's an interesting thing. I heard Van Morrison say something real similar to this to one time. Somebody said he looked like he was having a lot of fun on stage and, and things were. And he said, at the point that you look like you're really, that's when you're most inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to go inside of yourself to do that. And I, I and I get that. When you when you're on the stage. Very rarely are you as happy as the music that you make. Right. You, that's the thing to think about. Yeah. I mean, you can make some joyful sounds. Well, you're only you, as happy as the music that you made when you made it. In that moment some, that you made it. But some miserable, great. sad people can make beautiful yeah. music. Yeah. And sometimes that makes the most beautiful music because they're in touch with them with themselves right. that you know that inside thing that right. you have to be able to connect with right. and you know as a writer I, I sometimes connect with that very same thing it's, it, it comes up in writing mm-hmm. but it's the, all the time it's there in music mm-hmm. really yeah so I don't yeah. know as, as artists it's just the ability to, to disconnect and connect 
And, and what do you choose to disconnect from and what do you choose to connect to? And that's it right there. Or maybe you disconnect so that you can reconnect. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you have to. That's, right? Yeah, yeah. That, you, have yeah. To, you have to disconnect from one thing to connect to another thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But, but, but we all choose which one we want to connect to. And there are people that do it a different way mm. that connect to some really dark things. And you can tell. Yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. You, you can see it. You can hear it. You can feel it. You feel it. You know. So diving into my other two words, the yep. accountability and not responsibility, right? Yeah. I think, so for me, you know, when you define responsibility and when you define accountability, I always love when you look in Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm calling you out Webster's because yeah. you irritate me because when I was a kid, when you were actual book, it used to, you used to actually give definitions. But now, when I look up the word responsibility, it says the act of being responsible. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't yeah. understand that. And then when I look up accountability, it says the act of being accountable. Yeah, I always uh, I always preferred Funk and Wagnall's dictionary yeah. just because it had funk in it. Yeah, funk and Wa- remember Funk and Wagnall's yeah. dictionary? I do. What happened with them? Oh no. So. When you dive into, you yeah. know, responsibility, right? Yeah, and, and and I get to where definitions for me get to be perceptional, right? Because right. It, it determines well, how you're going to use them, yeah. right? So when yeah. I look at the word responsibility, yeah, I I think I think the definition for responsibility is the only thing. So my number one rule for defining words is never use the word that you're defining in the definition that you give. Yeah, yeah, that's. It's would, ridiculous. That would right? be it makes my number no one sense. Rule too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. this is the. These are the only two that I give myself that I somewhat use these words in the de- in the definition that I give because responsibility is one's ability to respond. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Right. Responsibility. Right. Yeah. Right. To respond. Accountability is one's ability to hold account. Yeah. Okay. So, if you respond before you hold account, then a lot of times you respond negatively. That gives you negative consequences. If you hold account before you respond, then you give yourself time to process and time to analyze. So then, okay, I get so that. then basically, I get that. all you're doing is disconnecting, so you can reconnect. Okay, so you can reconnect. There you right. go. So or yeah. so that because a lot of things what we talked about in joyful mm-hmm. is really just we holding account in joyfulness. Yeah, yeah, right. I, Be- I because get that. That's making right. decisions right. is one of the things that you said is it yep. is your yep. idea to make the right decision. Right. 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 So the only thing that you really said was that. Well, you have to be accountable. You have for to be thing, accountable for the for thing your... that you do next. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. It all. Yeah. It all. Yeah. It's all one big song, y'all. <laughs> so it's all the cycle of fifth, circle of fourths, Tim. Yeah. That's what I tell people. They'd be yeah. like, "What?" I remember you told me about that before. Well, yeah. Throw that at me again. Cycle of fifth, circle of fourths. Yeah. It's the music theory. Color wheel. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's all it yeah. is. Is this things go in a circle? Yeah. It's like everything I teach in yeah. drug counseling goes in a circle. Like yeah. you can use it there, it connects there, yada yada yeah. yada. It's I like believe in that problem totally. solving, right? I, it's I, all, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So I, I, I got you. It's all circle of fifth, cycle of fourth. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's all it is. It's all the world is. Hey Tim, before we get out of here, man, yeah. I, I have started something that 
I stole from Tim from I stole I stole from Mr. Mr. Nick Cannon. Nick watching Cannon. his podcast and okay. I love okay. these are random random rapid fire questions that I okay. get that you respond to. You ready? Okay, hang on. Can I do one thing real quick? Sure enough. Ma'am, are you finding everything okay? Okay, I'm, you're, we're actually on a podcast right now. If you need if you need help, holler at me though. I can help you. You, you want to yell at the microphone? If you want to holler at the microphone, you'll be on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Throw it at me. Throw so it at me. First question. Is, first question. Would you rather be loved or would you rather be feared? Loved. Okay. Why? Love is that. That's that. That's the. That's the point we're all trying to get to. I think. You know, when we were young and we go to church and they tell us God is love, Mm -hmm. then they spend the whole rest of the time tearing that down. Mm -hmm. Oh, not love if 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 it's that person or not love. Well, not exactly love. Well, not love. They can't love. I think it all, I think we had it right at the very beginning. I think love, I mean, fear, fear never solves a problem. Fear never gets you anywhere. But love gets you everything you need and more and a lot more okay that's the yeah. that's the short answer you don't want the long oh my gosh because it's because i because I, want, I wanted to jump in and add something to it but then i get got realizing that'd be a whole nother podcast <laughs> i couldn't do it all right second question okay so what is your favorite place to eat out of everywhere that you traveled in the world a specific restaurant or Favorite city, like New Orleans. No question. Because if, if we the get world. into favorite, because okay. if we get into a specific favorite place, well, I'm gonna spend like too. thirty minutes yes, thinking I about can. that. But anytime I think about good food, okay, I'm almost thinking about New Orleans. Okay. That's that's all the best food I've ever eaten has been in that city. That city is amazing. Okay. I'd put it up against any place. Now I got my favorite places to eat in Nacogdoches, of course. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah. New Orleans is on a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Crockpot Annie's real quick. That's oh, Crockpot Annie's yeah. is great. I love Crockpot Annie's. Yeah. I got lots of favorite places here in town. Oh my, yeah. But I when I go to New Orleans, I go to Elizabeth's or I go to the Cushon Butcher. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some great places down there. So, okay. And I'm going back there next month, so I'm already thinking ahead. Where am I going to eat? So, okay. Next question. <laughs> what is the worst piece of advice you have ever been given? Stop. Okay. I get that. Stop. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Joe Lansdale told me one time, if you want something done, go ask a busy person. Which goes against everything you think, but it's the best advice I've ever been given. They ain't going to have time to help you, but they'll guide you. They'll get it done. No, they'll get it done. (laughs) They will. Busy people get it done. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. He told me that a long time ago, and boy, that thing has come back to me a bunch of times. Yeah, I agree. If you want something done, ask a busy person. I agree. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. And you're one of those people. I mean, if oh, I want something you. done, you don't come you. to you. You you know it's going to get done. Thank you. You get things done. Busy that. people get things done. I appreciate that. Period. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so right. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be one of those busy people that you consider to be busy people. Yeah. 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 All right. Last question. Last question. Last okay. question. Okay. Yeah. Before you opened up a bookstore, what did you want to do? Before I opened up a bookstore. Before you thought about opening up a bookstore, what did you want to do? Man. 
I wanted to open up a bookstore. All right. That's what's up. That's, I that, like that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did what yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. 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 You're right. Because before I started Star Avenue, I wanted to start something like Star Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why how me and you are both alike. We, yeah. we, I, I finally got to the point where I, what, what do I want to do? I've done things that I didn't want to do. Yeah. And like I said, yeah. sometimes you learn more about yourself or you're more defined by what you don't want to do, mm-hmm. what you say no to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I wanted to do exactly what I'm doing right now. I wanted to write books and perform music mm-hmm. and own my own bookstore. Yeah. Here I am. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Tim, man, thanks for agreeing to this random podcast. If sure. you had nothing about whatsoever at all. Um, <laughs> if, if you guys are ever in Nacogdoches, Texas, man, come down to Boss Light Bookstore yep. on the corner of Maine and Pecan. Yep. One, two, three, East Maine. One, two, three, East Maine, man. Come check this guy out. If you yep. need tips on where to go get food, come see Tim Ryan at Boss Light Bookstore. I can, I can do that, too. Yeah, man. You guys <laughs> take a listen to Avenue Speak podcast on Avenue Speak. Yes. At, at, on Facebook and on the, the Spotify Avenue Speed. Very cool. Check you guys later. How long did that one go?